0: You doing okay? It is a Sunday
1: <laughs> after a full week,
0: yeah. Quarantine streaming. streaming, quarantining,
1: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> we need more games. Well, we have, yes, <laughs> we can play all the games.
0: Yes, we were playing a game today that we've been playing for a few days on the computer. And it's, we hadn't played before and we Uh both got knocked out at the same time and it ended the game. Yeah. So we will have to restart if we have the uh, stamina for that.
1: It might not seem like it, but I hate losing. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, no. Maybe if you've watched me do any Wizards Unite competitions, you know that I hate losing.
0: (laughs) So we'll probably play that again. Pretty fun game called For the King Mm -hmm. through Steam.
1: We also have the uh, tabletop one.
0: Yeah. Foe Hunters. We Mm -hmm. bought that a while back. Hadn't played it went I'll into like quarantine one. we're like hey let's play it yeah yeah it's a co-op co-op game pretty fun yeah other than that i mean we haven't had too much going on trying to keep up with work stuff as best we can and
1: mm-hmm.
0: trying to, Responding to emails. be in contact with people <laughs> and maintain Forms. some relationships and have some fun yeah you had a good stream yesterday with a bunch of people
1: a bunch of youtubers a little fake
0: uh we were having a quarantine day, day. yeah it was supposed a... to be community day but got it canceled was. obviously
1: well it postponed so postponed. we're gonna get it at some point yeah. but um yeah it was supposed to be yesterday right so oh hey i get oh yeah i guess i like didn't realize like the whole thing was gray
0: yeah i'm in the my island. gray jumpsuit again yeah. too so it was <laughs> gray worked.
1: is the color <laughs> it is also gloomy overcast i do
0: love wearing gray mm-hmm. it
1: mm-hmm. is gloomy
0: it's there's some blue sky but it's not particularly sunny yeah, there's enough clouds it to rained
1: it. a little bit earlier yeah
0: it's supposed to rain the next couple days too mm. and the last few days crazy for fresno <laughs> anything else you got something else going on
1: mm. oh we have trading cards
0: we do yeah Did we
1: talk about how you got this for us i don't think on the podcast
0: no and i don't think that episode is out right? no I- no. Yeah, it's a Chamber of Secrets uh, expansion pack for the Harry Potter trading card game. It is the last expansion pack, so this is it. Yeah, uh, and so this one's the
1: rarest one. It right? is the rarest so one, yeah. pretty expensive. Pretty
0: much kind of on par, but a little bit more expensive than the base set, which was the mm. first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but much more expensive than any of the uh, kind of in-between ones. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but it's cool because we're reading Chamber of Secrets right now. And so we opened a couple packs the other day. Uh, We recorded it. So if you watch Wizard PhD on YouTube, that video will be on the channel eventually. Uh, And so we looked at some new cards, and that was cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it makes a nice little... This, I thought, actually looking at the video before we started was a glare, but it is actually a sword. Mm -hmm. You can guess what sword it is. Yeah,
1: We will get there.
0: You want to get into it, though? I'm ready. Winston?
1: (laughs) Are you ready, Winston? He's
0: looking in the garbage can. Oh, Wan's ready. <laughs> Turn to page 161, The Rogue Bludger. Today's lesson is called, It Will Be Painful.
1: <laughs> Indeed.
0: Which is what uh, Pomfrey says. So, synopsis. The chapter begins with Harry buttering up Lockhart so that Hermione can get him to sign out most potent potions from the restricted section of the library. That proves easy to do, so the trio get the book, and get to studying the potion in Myrtle's out-of-order bathroom. This potion will take at least a month, which makes them all anxious about the dangers in the interim. Meanwhile, Harry and the Gryffindor Quidditch team are set to play the Slytherin team. Immediately, something is noticeably wrong with one of the bludgers, which insists on attacking Harry instead of shooting about as it should. During a timeout, Harry insists that the twins leave him unguarded so he can attempt to see the snitch. He succeeds, finds the snitch, and wins the game, but at the cost of the rogue bludger breaking his arm. Lockhart compounds little pun, mm. the problem by removing all the bones in Harry's arm. In the hospital wing, Harry takes Skelegro and eventually falls asleep. He is awakened by Dobby, who confesses that he blocked Harry on platform 9-3 quarters and set the bludger on him. Dobby also accidentally mentions the Chamber of Secrets, before disappearing as footsteps approach, Dumbledore arrives with a petrified Colin Creevy and confirms that this means the chamber is indeed open. He is cryptic yet sure about who opened the chamber as Harry overhears from his hospital bed. Mm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah lots going on in this chapter again Mm -hmm. i mean another big chapter the last one had like several scenes this one also has several scenes because you got the bathroom you got the quidditch game you got Mm -hmm. the the potions classroom or the uh uh dark arts classroom and then the hospital wing Mm -hmm. yeah four
1: yeah so what i was thinking about just at the beginning like I love the whole tricking Lockhart into signing the thing and then Madam Pins being like, is this Forge? Like looking into the light and all that. Because and Hermione doesn't want to let it go. Yeah. I was a little confused at that dialogue and I was like, what do you mean you don't want to let it go? And then I was like, oh, she's talking about the signature. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. But... it it just reminds me of I mean this is a children's book right Mm -hmm. so like it reminds me of like the constant dynamic we see between like the kids who are really brilliant in a lot of ways and Mm -hmm. and they're like they're trying to do some really crazy things but also have these like little mini stumbling blocks because adults are annoying and like stuck in like we have rules and we have all these things and like control and kids don't know anything sort mm-hmm. of and so it reminds me of that of like being a child reading these books and having that also dynamic although we are adults and i feel like there are similar dynamics anyway that mm. we experience with like um it's not i don't know just the frustrating boundaries that we put on things yeah so i'm
0: sure my students have been frustrated with me at <laughs> different times Hundred percent sure
1: uh-huh
0: Yeah. I don't know. I thought for me, the theme of the, of the chapter was pain. I mean, there, there's kind of a lot of it and it comes in a lot of different forms. Like I think like every some of it is the characters and some of it was for me. Like every interaction with Lockhart is painful for me because he's just Mm. such, he's so full of himself. He's so over the top. Like the beginning Mm -hmm. is painful because just like this is such nonsense. Mm -hmm. The library is kind of painful. I think, uh, obviously the the bludger the skelegro well
1: harry's quote is oh no not you right (laughs) i love that he comes
0: back from consciousness to a to a row of gleaming teeth or whatever however she writes it oh no (laughs) and (laughs) then and then you hear the and
1: he's like i don't want the photo of this poor harry
0: painful it's all painful yeah and then like the whole having to wait kind of reminded me of like our current situation with covid of being like well uh, you know, mm-hmm. we're just at home. We're just going to have to wait it out, you know, mm-hmm. any port in a storm type thing. And, and it's like, well, it's painful sometimes for them to have to wait for the, but yeah. to know like they don't really have a better plan and they There's know that the bad things option. are going to happen and mm-hmm. like Ron and Harry and yeah. And Hermione is pain of like knowing that the urgency of it, but she does, she can't think of anything better to do. And
1: mhm yeah, uh so I think that I wrote somewhere that Hermione seems to be becoming like a leader in mm. this book. I mean, she was quiet and in the background a lot at the beginning, but she, I mean, She's the one to take initiative and she's like, yeah, we got to do this. Like, yeah. we've got to break in. We got to do. I mean, sure, if you want to just quit now, like, I love how she does that. And it's just kind of like, everyone's like, what?
0: <laughs> You're the one telling us to break the rules. But you have to I convince mean, us.
1: as we'll see, like, I think it's implied like this is very personal to her. And so this is kind of like this is her journey, even though we're still kind of through the lens of Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, definitely. Mm hmm. Hermione is just such a great character. Her whole arc is just going to be so great. Mm-hmm. And this is—I th- I agree with you. I hadn't really thought of it that way, but totally a leadership thing mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, that's that's right. I feel like
1: yeah. So she makes them go into the girls' bathroom mm-hmm. with Moaning Myrtle. She
0: sets up the plan to get the signature in the first place, and like how Harry should act, and yeah. To- to butter up lockhart
1: well with myrtle what i was gonna get into Mm -hmm. just briefly is like i was like oh we haven't talked really at length about myrtle and it's not we have other chances to talk more about her but Mm -hmm. her full name is myrtle elizabeth (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm (laughs) Warren.
0: is that a joke
1: no that's her, her real name and so someone tweeted at uh jk rowling in 2015 and was like uh, at, what's Moaning Myrtle's full name? And she replied, Moaning Myrtle's full name was Myrtle Elizabeth Warren. And then she clarified later on, like in the day, and was like, nothing to do with the United States uh, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> Elizabeth is just one of those classic British middle names. That's so, a really like, funny. Yeah, in an interview, she said something like, oh, I tried to like go with the time period because this is like in the 40s when mm-hmm. she was alive and a student. Um, so she chose Elizabeth. She said, I always knew her last name was Warren and I just chose Elizabeth as like a really standard kind of a British whole, name. The,
0: yeah, yeah. Just an easy one. Yeah. That's and it really just made me funny. I was like, oh, oh my okay. gosh. <laughs> that's so funny.
1: Oh man.
0: Did you pick a quote?
1: I I did. Um, what was my quote? Oh, it was in the Dobby section. But before we talk about Dobby, I think that, so we, we get a little bit, of Draco not as much in, as other chapters mm. but in like you yeah, have the Quidditch game and whatever But something that keeps coming up over and over and I think it's really important or for me It's really important that this is a an identifier for Draco's character is him having a rich father Yeah, and so that keeps coming up and I think that for me it's genius because So I know people always criticize me like okay. Yeah, I know not all Slytherin are bad or evil However, Draco Malfoy is a terrible human in these stories right now, especially because you have this, and so having that characteristic, that that thing that kind of defines his character or the positioning that he has of having a rich father, for readers might elicit some sort of like experiences or like um, pers- uh, what is it perceptions uh, that really shape how he's seen.
0: Yeah, and I think. I think the beauty of her setup with Lucius is it also provides the window for redemption in the eyes of the readers, I feel like. Because mm. when we see Draco with his father and when now we see his yeah. father on his own or when in other situations, we kind of recognize like okay
1: it doesn't come from nowhere
0: yeah like draco is acting out mm-hmm. uh he is cruel in a lot of ways but what is going to happen what will he be like if this polyjuice potion thing actually gets pulled off and mm-hmm. like we see him not in
1: private with interacting with harry potter friends. yeah yeah
0: um yeah so i think it's but we've already seen that right because we saw harry was hidden and uh mm. yes yeah we did And get Borg Perks, Burke, i
1: can't Working remember Burks? i think it's Burke, but then when okay. Burke, I don't Could know. Be <laughs> there are two different stores they're right next know. door it's very com- <laughs> very
0: complicated confusing um yeah
1: yeah so like the the quidditch part of what i wrote down was like okay harry you need contacts why are you playing with glasses <laughs> like this is this is unacceptable also y'all are all wizards i don't get it why yeah. are you wearing glasses
0: yeah
1: i don't know um can
0: regrow bones in a night but can't fix uh stigmatism yeah before. okay so
1: harry has his whole thing and then he goes to the hospital wing madame pomfrey yeah. is pissed and i'm like dude why are you pissed at harry go fire lockhart yeah <laughs> he's terrible that's right he's a, he's causing more harm
0: also you have to wonder like why wasn't she why isn't she like on the field yeah but anyway yeah where's your athletic trainers it, it's a great <laughs> it's a great interaction and like uh-huh. the the situation is just so ridiculous because yeah. he in the, he just removed all his bones 33 bones and he's
1: like oh, well, that can happen oh, yeah, Oops. <laughs> okay yeah Oops-a-dee. so she says 33 bones to regrow and me mm. being annoying i'm you like look there.
0: <laughs> there's more than that right the hand probably hits a lot
1: okay so or is it just the arm? apparently if you have so the full arm is 33 mm. or is it, did i get that right oh sorry 32 She Ah. says 33.
0: There's a Um, wizarding bone we don't know about. (laughs) There's three in the upper
1: arm, two in the lower arm, and then your hand has 27 bones. Yeah,
0: little tiny ones and stuff. Mm
1: -hmm. However, I was, I mean, I didn't do that careful of research, but I was reading this Reddit thread where people were debating about this, like actually asking, like, (laughs) where did she get, and I'm like, oh, there are other people like me out here, (laughs) asking these questions, these important questions, and apparently, like, children have more bones in their bodies, and they kind of, like, they like um i don't know like me- mold together as you grow really? older oh know. interesting that's that's what was said i don't know if it's also true. baby
0: teeth fall out which is weird there you go yeah <laughs> my
1: 33 bones harry has yeah he does he's he mutated <laughs> the chosen one
0: yeah my favorite quote was get the snitcher die trying mm. which was <laughs> fred or george saying yeah that yeah so would... What oh, no. a stupid thing to tell what them. What a stupid yeah. thing. <laughs> it was pretty great.
1: Because they were mad. They were like, because they're pretty good. They're pretty good at Quidditch. And like, the, you know, they're a duo. And they care about it, yeah. And it's like, something is wrong. <laughs> yeah, because there were
0: those quotes where they're like, got it that time. And it's like, oh, shoot. Uh-huh. But while we're on Skelligro, this yeah. is where I did some research. Ooh, nice. I picked up some researching slack Excellent. while you were doing other things. Uh huh. So a couple things that I found here. First, skelligrow has three known ingredients. Oh. This is from Lego Harry Potter, where apparently you have to brew it.
1: Yeah, Chris was playing this last night. Oh, nice. Oh, Wizard oh, way, I Chris. I didn't watch. Oops. <laughs> uh,
0: the first is Chinese chomping cabbage, which is a magical plant that eats other foods, uh, such as carrots.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> interesting.
0: Presumably from China, though, unconfirmed okay uh the second is three puffer fish now i'm not sure it doesn't really say like at least on the site that i found whether it's like the full fish or something like that i don't know Mm -hmm. but the which is just a muggle fish we know about the puffer fish Mm -hmm. Uh, the eyes of which are used in the swelling solution a different oh which makes more sense than
1: we've seen the swelling solution but
0: there you go and uh the third is five scarab beetles ground scarab beetles are a component in the wit sharpening potion yes yes in harry potter Wizards unite now deeper the deeper cut so oh. that's pretty cool potion making stuff all right okay you're gonna like this all right so apparently it was originally invented by an ancestor of harry potter <gasps> called linfred of Stinchcombe. uh he is harry potter's earliest known ancestor what farthest back so here's some information on him. I did, I was like at first. I was like, what? What should I look up? And I'm like, oh, Skelegra is kind of uh-huh. cool. Let me look it up. was like,
1: the one thing I didn't click, look click, up. I was like, oh, it's fine. Like because it's not oh, in the game. And I was, yeah. Well, you may, you may yeah. <laughs>
0: good. So Lin, Linfred of Stinchcombe, and I might not be pronouncing that right. Also known by the nickname the Potterer, Ooh. Uh, was a 12th century wizard and pioneering potioner, credited with inventing many medicinal potions. He was the founding patriarch of the Potter family. Uh, he lived in this town and had muggle neighbors who went to him mm. for help, and they didn't know he was a wizard. And so there's this amicable relationship. The muggles remained unaware that Linford's remedies were magical and thus continued thinking of him as just a strange, lovable man who enjoyed, quote, pottering about in his garden with all his funny plants. <laughs> this led to him being given nickname The Potterer, which over the years was... It said corrupted, which I thought was a strange word, but changed into simply Potter. Uh, His neighbors didn't know he was a wizard, so he conducted experiments in peace, inventing a number of potions, including ones which later developed into Skeligro and Pepper Pepper Up Potion. Mm. Uh, He sold these potions to fellow witches and wizards, amassing great wealth in the process. Is this
1: where they become wealthy? Possibly. Oh, wait.
0: Possibly. Linford fathered seven children. Mm -hmm. He left each of them a significant amount of gold upon his death. Mm -hmm. His eldest son, Hardwin, married Iolanth Pepperell, a name that will come back later. So I thought that was pretty cool. You know,
1: I was looking at the Potter family tree the other day because that's when I was like, oh, Harry, Ron, and Hermione are like, brother and sisters-in-law right or brothers and sister-in-law what i appreciated
0: Mm -hmm. even more was that this even gave like an etymological there must be something specific to names i don't know the word or field but the (laughs) idea of like somebody's name coming up Mm -hmm. and like he was a potterer so they nicknamed him that and then he took on the name potter at some point which is just kind of cool i don't know i like that last but not least a small Tidbit about Skelegro. Mm. On the twenty second of May two thousand fourteen, during the final match of the first round of the four hundred twenty seventh Quidditch World Cup between Wales and Germany, the quick administration of Skelegro saved German Seeker Thorsten Pfeffer's life after he failed an attempt at the life threatening Ronsky Faint, a, a move we will hear about in later book. Pfeffer collided with the ground at what onlookers estimated to be sixty miles per hour broke most of his bones, and was left believing himself to be a A budgie, a bird, I don't know how to pronounce the full name, budgerigar, called Klaus, which I thought was hilarious, <laughs> but there you go. Mm. That was everything that I found about Skellagrow.
1: Yeah, so you, for Quidditch specifically, there's a lot on Pottermore, now Wizarding World, from the year 2014, because that's when a lot of um, they made, they published a lot of daily profit stuff, uh, because that's where you get the nasty Rita Skeeter trying to start up rumors about if Ginny and Harry are happy in marriage because she's like a, you know, <laughs> talented Quidditch player and traveling all over and like leaving behind her husband and kids. And it's like, Rita. girl, Rita, calm down. <laughs> oh, Does she still gosh. think
0: that Harry is. Two years younger than he actually is.
1: <laughs> yeah, she probably thinks that he's now
0: older. He probably says he's older than he <laughs> however yeah. old.
1: <laughs> yeah. So my quote was uh more with Dobby. So we see Dobby. I like. I don't know. It's been a while since I've read Chamber of Secrets. So like, uh, I kind of was like, oh, Dobby, you're back.
0: The Dobster. Dobby.
1: Yeah. So he kind of talks a little bit to Harry. Like a little is revealed through dialogue about the status of house elves because he contrasts like his life now com- as being better compared to his life when uh, Lord Voldemort was in power. <laughs> and the quote I wrote down was, Harry Potter shown like a beacon of hope for those of us who thought the dark mm-hmm. days would never end. And so it just gives another glimpse of... Um, so for Harry, yeah, he dealt with like being the chosen one and being famous and people coming up to him and whatever. But now you have like this wider scope than he possibly might have realized of like you have house elves and you have this like status and like we're talking about enslavement enslaved creatures
0: what it means to be a beings. symbol also right like harry as the symbol as this mythological yes. symbol right? yeah Which doesn't really necessarily have anything to do with him right in the sense that he was just a baby but then he plays out this yeah uh role in other people's lives and other beings lives right yeah. Right, and they attribute a lot to him right like if you really take his Dobby's words like to heart it's kind of like whoa Mm -hmm. this is way too much Mm -hmm. like why are you yeah I understand the use of the symbol but like to put this on a child of 12 I
1: mean he's still yeah he's still a child pretty (laughs) rough the whole time (laughs)
0: especially because he himself is constantly grappling as you said with like you know Fame and all this stuff, Mm -hmm. this book, which is tough. Yeah. But Dobby doesn't know that. And it doesn't change the fact that what Dobby is saying is true. Mm -hmm. It just is complicated by the fact that Harry is, you know, one person and didn't have anything really to do with becoming this symbol of hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that scene a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then we close out the chapter with this wild thing that's happening and he's just like in his bed so okay so i wrote down this is wild so there's this mythical because that's what ben's is like oh i don't deal with myths whatever mm-hmm. this mythical chamber of secrets that nobody can find no professors mm-hmm. no nothing because that's his thing he's like oh it's not real because no one can find it uh but we hear straight from dumbledore's mouth that it has been opened before because he's like oh it's been opened again so we have this like acknowledgement that the the chamber of secrets is real it's a thing well we also have dobby who basically told us that as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and what mm-hmm. <laughs> that's basically and uh at the end like the last sentence or something is about a mcgonagall's space, and here he's looking at it and like yeah she has no idea what's going on same with me it's it's kind of crazy mm-hmm No, it totally is. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think like when we get to it without, I mean, even though we're not a spoiler free podcast, we like to leave things sometimes to when they happen. But I think Dumbledore's, again, Dumbledore is such a rich character to me because like he drops these things of knowledge and like, why does he know that it exists? And like, why does he know who opened it and only wonder how?
1: Mm. And like,
0: this is very interesting. It comes to fruition like much much later in the series but this whole idea of like r- Dumbledore accumulating knowledge of certain types for reasons right like and it wouldn't surprise me that he just knows things about the castle too i feel like both as somebody who who will we will find out is incredibly curious about powerful magic like and also the headmaster, the headmaster yeah. so like of course he would he would look into it feels like the sort of persistent or legendary dangers and see if they're real and like try to figure it out as much as he could Mm -hmm. not only like from a curiosity standpoint but just from like it is kind of his job to some extent Mm -hmm. to understand the castle as best as he can
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it's a yeah it's a great cliffhanger ending because it's like well what the heck (laughs) why does he know
1: and it's Colin Creevy, our boy. And we
0: get a double confirmation, like, two pages away yeah. of the chamber being real, for sure. Because mm-hmm. Dobby brings it up, Yep, Dumbledore says yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, this totally erases any sense of, like, oh, we're just going to find out that, like, it actually is fake. And, like, somebody is just casting these spells, you know. Mm-hmm. No, like, the voice, the, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot.
1: Mm-hmm poor, poor harry. harry i know exactly poor harry he's just
0: in the hospital wing <laughs> boom he's just trying Child the to learn of the how night, to be... paparazzi style he's
1: just trying to learn how to be a wizard yeah he never asked for any of this yep here we go
0: gonna have to eat crab's toenails yeah bummer
1: oh ron <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like you don't think it'll taste terrible eating some slytherin <laughs> classic
0: ron That <laughs> is. yeah ron is bringing the levity
1: uh, Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, cool. Did you have anything else?
1: No, that's all that I had.
0: All right. Well, then.
1: Until next time.
0: One's ready.